Hello, this is Steffi and welcome to The Financial Fox. So today's episode is really a discussion about a big development event that is happening this weekend in London, building the future application of blockchain. So London hasn't been so popular for as a development community, really. We have got lots of uh, people in crypto, especially, you know, professionals, service providers. But where are uh, the founders? Where are uh, the builders? You know, they seem they are all going away. So what we are going to be sharing today is an opportunity for all of you that have got ideas and want to build to come together this weekend in London and explore what they can do. With me on the panel, I have Omji Park, Head of Research and Programs at Encode Club, that is the company putting together this amazing hackathon. They are a global community of over 100K developers, professionals, and talented students in emerging technology. And I also have Ben Carville, Ecosystem Lead at API3, that is one of the companies sponsoring the Ethereum London event. So, London is calling hackers, developers, and anybody interested actually in the space should come get together. This is a three-day code fest, building relationship and exploring opportunities to work together. And there are also some amazing prize. If you want to take one of the challenges, this is a unique opportunity to join an hackathon in London since 2020, which is quite some time. Remember, the hackathon is for EVM, so it's an Ethereum hackathon, but open to all EVM ecosystem. So really trying to build the Ethereum network, the Ethereum base application and anything that comes from that and looking at interoperability you know me i'm not a maximalist i'm a big fan of bitcoin and also other chains they are striving for innovation what we need we need innovation we need development and we need application that can have a real impact to our lives in order to achieve the freedom which is what blockchain is trying to bring to our society i hope you enjoy the panel so if you want to join the event come say hi i will be there and any question, get in touch with us at steffi at financialfox.news or reach out to us on social media. And very important, if you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel, click the subscribe button now and follow us on social media to stay up to date with our news and interviews. And now a few words about our sponsor, Green Gage. GreenGage provides e-money accounts for small and medium-sized enterprises, high-net-worth investors and digital assets firms. They leverage the latest technologies, including blockchain, to unlock new funding and liquidity, a game-changing for many SMEs, which are fundamentally underserved by traditional financial services. As a client of GreenGage, you will have a dedicated relationship manager, yes, a real person who will listen. And getting started with GreenGage engage is easy trust me i've gone through the process myself and it's been really simple and quick so if you are seeking a more personalized experience in managing your accounts in the digital space i generally encourage you to check out green gauge and here is a little bonus for you my wonderful listeners use the code fox10 when signing up to enjoy a 10 percent 
on the first year's fee on corporate accounts only. The link is in the description, so take a moment to explore what Green Gage has to offer. Now, back to the show. Omji, Ben, it's uh, great to have you on the show. How are you doing? Good. Uh, thanks, success, uh, to inviting us and welcoming us. I'm super excited to share more about East London. I just arrived in London last night, and I am looking forward to East London coming up this weekend. Yeah, and, and likewise, I'm really excited for, for what's coming this week. Um, it's been something that I've been hoping would happen this year, and it's great to see Unco Club and Ethan and collaborate to basically deliver what is the first focused hackathon for two, three years, I think. So yeah, super excited to see people come together and, and um, yeah, very much looking forward to the event. Well, this is really great because, uh, I mean, as you said, it's already a few years that London hasn't been the place where developer comes to build. And that is a shame because there is a lot of talent here in the UK. Now, tell before we go into more what is going to happen on those days, I think it would be good if each of you can give a short introduction of where you come from, what do you do, and then we can just dive deep into this amazing tree days of building. Nice. Um, so first, uh, maybe like many people are going to be always struggling how to pronounce my name. So like I am Omji from Inca club i'm head of research and programs there uh on site i'm also guest scientist at technical university of munich a wide input club majority of us are based in london that's which why we love london and also organizing it london i myself based in munich and time to time coming london this is like my second city uh, and i'm super excited to see uh, Incode Club is like emerging tech education community. We have been working a lot with the all different uh, protocols, layer one, layer two, or other like blockchain service uh, providers making hackathons, accelerator or developer training programs. So in general, we are in contact with the developers around the like a around the world global community and this time we are very happy to be in person meeting london developers or builders extended builder community and making this event together nice to meet you omg i'm sure we're gonna get to know each other over the week nicely <laughs> but uh yeah my name is ben carville i lead api3's ecosystem uh, function i i kind of work very closely with our chain partners um and our developer relations team and developer experience functions to basically make sure that we're we're servicing the the communities the developer communities of the protocols or of the chains that people are building on top of from the viewpoint of an Oracle. We have been building first party Oracles for about two and a half years and just have just kind of released what is set out in a white paper. So it's a very exciting time for us um, to get this into people's hands and understand how people are going to utilize the tooling. Um, and of course, uh, see what people build and understand and uh, further feedback from from uh, from people with the products in their hand, as I said. Fantastic. So now let's dive deep into what we should expect from this event. There are so many conferences, so many events around the world. I just been back from uh, Amsterdam, Dubai. So there is uh, events everywhere nowadays. But Events for developers, those are a niche, those are the ones where the new ideas get progressed, where people meet their team members, where actually, you know, we are really shaping the future of technology and new applications. So let's start with a dumb question, because, you know, there will be people that also need to know this dumb answer, <laughs> which is not a dumb answer, actually. What people should expect from an hackathon, what it is, who usually comes, what is the outcome, how long it lasts, and, you know, tell us all, Omji. 
So uh, first, hackathon is like you know they coming from like a hacker, like a, the people who are building something, and the marathon. So that often is like forty-eight to seventy-two hours of the intensive time you come and meet people and building something together. So normally it's known as a, like a developer only event, but it's not true because most of the strong team are like a developer or something like a you must have essential like a group uh, essential member of the team, but often other builders like a project manager person, UX designer, UI designer, or those people joining and making some program together. So in the hackathon, what happened is you're experiencing really fast like product development cycle. People come, usually this time, so let's say for example, if London, Friday people come, and then if you come with a team, great, if you didn't come with a team, you will meet new people, you will have a team formation session. And then you will get to learn all the like a partners like bounty, so get the idea that, okay, there's new technology I can use, what I can build, people are going to do ideation session. And after that, they will go through like a next like a hacking time, building something, taking some workshop, learn new technology, try to apply them to solve the problem, what they want to. So they design the product and build. Perhaps within 12 to 24 hours, they're going to face certain challenges that they cannot actually integrate function A or B. They pivot and build again. And in the end of the hackathon, they need to also submit videos or like a pitch which means that they go through all those product cycle, which you would experience in startup in a longer time, but within the short time, find a concept, apply the technology you want to learn into your product, build, pivot, maybe something you're going to fail during the time, again, building again in a time crunch, you build it and submit it with a pitch so that you can pitch your idea in front of the audience. This is what Hackathon is about. And then like all the like a uh, diverse background people are welcome to join and collaborating with the developers to making great products. So Omji, are developers welcome to the event? Do they mm -hmm. have, uh, I mean, is it like free for them to attend? Do they have to apply? They're going to be selected or they have to pay for it. And also what about if somebody else want to come? Is it allowed or not really? So uh, for the East London, we have uh, like two different paths. One is like a general attendee because not only for hackers, we have a lot of workshops and sessions, which is like a great uh, learning resources and also great networking opportunity. Just hang out with all the builders and project team. So if you're applying to East London, you need to choose that if you are coming to attend the courses or like a, just to network or if you are hacking. So then if you want to hack for the prizes, like FI3, like a lot of partners bring amazing prize for if you want to be eligible for that, you need to register as hacker. If you register as a hacker, we're going to send you out the request for deposit. So overall event is free for hackers, but they need to um, uh, pay the deposit to secure the spot. But we are also supporting like a uh, there that if the students or someone who cannot, you know, uh, who need like financial aid, if they reach out to us, we take care of it. So basically they need to secure the spot by paying deposit. We also go through their profiles and inviting uh, hackers. Otherwise, if you're a general attendee, you just want to come and hang out, uh, you can just apply without deposit process. Okay, fantastic. So for any of the Financial Fox community members, if you are interested in coming for networking, building, reach out to us or go directly to OMG and then code, then, you know, we are going to make sure that you're going to let in. Yes. Now, Ben, from the company perspective, why companies want to engage with hackathons, what they are trying to get out of it, how they see those as opportunities for them to grow, to um, engage with talent. I don't know. You tell me. 
Sure, yeah. Yeah, I think just to just to kind of expand on one point that Omdi mentioned is that the learning experience for people coming to these events is is kind of vast. And you know, if you're if you're a building team, perhaps you've got a really nice idea, you don't know where to take the idea initially. You can come down to one of these hackathons with with this in mind. You can find teammates or teams to collaborate with, and you can actually spend maybe two or three days putting this idea into practice. And at the same time, what you're going to have exposure to are, are, are the teams that are building these various different pieces of infrastructure for blockchains, and and have a real chance to kind of you know bounce off maybe developer relations, core team members, core engineers. And um, yeah, th- I think that's a massive takeout for for people that can come to these events and come to the hackathons and 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 what they take away is not only perhaps some some rewards through the bounty challenges they take on, but also you know new skills and new new bits of insight into what they can do with within product development. And um, and I guess just to build on that, um, you know, what what do projects organisations get out of participating in the hackathon? It's experience. It's the it's the interaction with these people. Um, you know, very, it's very difficult to kind of get a concentrated, uh, kind of space to engage people who are looking to explore and experiment with three technologies. Um, and we get to spend three days with perhaps two, three hundred people that are engaged with, with API three, engaged with the developer, uh, tools that we've built, engaged with the experience that we've tried to craft. And we can not only, uh, not only hopefully see people take on the challenges that we have set and produce something that's very interesting and unique, but, you know, learn from those interactions, gather the insights around, you know, maybe what, what guides did work, perhaps what people do want to see uh, and take that back into the, the API three DAO and, and kind of consider that for future, uh, development of our own, you know, project, um, which, it's just a very unique thing that we can take away from from something like this. Um, I was going to ask, is there any t- anything specifically that API Tree is working on and is looking forward to engage with the development community? Yeah, so we've just been, we've been building for two and a half years, basically an Oracle node that is deployed and operated to the data providers. So um, opposed to using a, a kind of third party Oracle structure, which you have uh, you know a separate team operating a, a blockchain validator to serve data on chain, the Oracle is deployed to the people producing the data. These people are often experienced API providers. Um, they have well set up engineering teams, but they don't have the solidity skills to operate that blockchain validator. So we've basically abstracted that away and, uh, and made it very simple to deploy that Oracle node and operate that Oracle node. And then on the flip side, the blockchain gets access to data served directly from the source. It's a much more simple architecture. Um, the output of that is that we have uh, just released, well, just not just released, but in August, we deployed the price feeds. So aggregated first party oracles, um, serving price reference data to DeFi that serve very transparently on chain using uh, uh, kind of an aggregation method that is is visible for all to see. And, it, it, you know, that, that transparency and accountability for the data providers in that type of architecture makes a difference when you are securing value in DeFi. And if there is something that goes wrong, you know exactly where it's came from and, and can kind of, you know, respond appropriately. And um, so that's what we released in August. It's also wrapped into the API 3 market. The market is a very simple way for people to access these tools. And um, so really we're just keen to see this, this in people's hands. We've had some good, early, we've had some good early adoption from the last couple of months, but with this now ready, we're kind of ready to start being more engaged in hackathons and getting getting hands-on with more people. So really, that's what we want to try and see this weekend. Fantastic. Okay, Omji, let's uh, tell a bit about what people are going to expect. Day one, what's on? Day two, what's on? Day three, what is going to be the <laughs> celebration? I, I want to know a bit of, I want to know the planning. And, uh, you know, I'm sure that people also want to know some insight of what they should expect. 
Sounds good. So when Hackathon starts on Friday, I mean, I think Ben going to be soon sharing like something even before Friday. There's like amazing events is happening. But on Friday, what happened when you come to the uh, Hackathon? There are going to be a bunch of like interesting talks, which are going to inspire to what to build. Because once again, like, if you want to build Hackathon, often, so it's important to know and having a good technical skill. But also what is important is like building some product which people want to use, right? So Hackathon is not only about uh, building and like a technicality, but also having a great idea. Sometimes you build a really simple solution solving very complex problem. Maybe that's even more genius thing to do. So in the Hackathon, what happened on Friday, there's going to be different workshops and talks that you can go and get inspired, talk to people. On the other hand, also you will have a team formation time. So there's a team who know already each other and they may come together. And then there's a people like maybe who knew each other only through Telegram or like Discord server. They're going to meet in person and maybe they're going to test their like how if they can work together or not. So Hackathon is sometimes great place to find your co-founder. They're like a, you can actually work with them three days intensively. It's going to give you a feeling oh, maybe we can work together or like, oh, we, we better be just friends, not working together. So Friday is the time you're going to test that out, that we're going to work as a team and what idea we're going to build. And also you spend perhaps some time to set up the environment because since like some hackers perhaps come with the environment, set it up, but still like you realize that, oh my God, API3 has so interesting challenge. Okay, I need to set up that environment. Then like you need a time to go to ask questions, set up the environment, get ready, so usually Friday evening is the time people actually start to hacking something. So before that, it's more like a learning and so on. Amji, I'm going to stop you here. Building what? Do you have any kind of specific tracks that the hackathon is going to be focusing on or is, uh, you know, wide range of uh, application? Mm -hmm. So in terms of idea, we said that like a wide range of the application, anything you can think about, but the limit comes from the technology, right? So you come and when you see the workshop, they're going to be different technology uh, stacks we are offering. So they place like, a, you know, uh, think about using this one. Like just like if I mentioned about like Oracle, they're like maybe like hackers going to be thinking about how can I utilize that feed? So all those kind of things. So what we usually give as a tip is like a, checking all those like, technology we offer now so that like, you can test or experience newest updates and try to think like what this can solve and then like you can tackle it without uh, within the overall range or idea we don't have specific limit here we wanted to keep it very open two reason one is like we have so various partners and we didn't want to cap the idea there and second thing is as you mentioned like it's been a while we had this like a huge hackathon in london and a lot of students joining as well and some of we want to just see some complete crazy wild idea coming in so that without suggesting some specific field to build they will use this technology to solve something we never imagined of they're going to be very fun to watch okay awesome and ben do you have i think you have got something going on the first day am i wrong no you're correct you're absolutely correct um we're running well we're hosting a, a pre-hackathon builder mixer so the idea is um the evening before the hackathon starts if people are in the city they can come come down to the event we've got some people coming along to deliver some talks I think there's going to be two technical talks, just very quick workshops, just to warm up for the for the event the day after. And then perhaps um, a panel or two going into kind of builder inspiration and backgrounds to people that have won hackathons, then gone on to work in industry, or how they perhaps won those hackathon challenges and the way they approached it as well. So 
it's meant to be uh, you know a fun kind of networking event as well at the end so if you're if you're listening to this and want to come down we'd love to see you there um be thursday six o'clock okay brilliant now day two and day three what's gonna happen so like a friday like once when you decide idea and then when you start to build there are going to be a lot of hackers going to building overnight as well by the way venue is open 24 hours there are going to be a bunch of places you can quickly get asleep and keep building so hackers going to be keep building over the midnight so saturday is usually like a really busy day people are going to be keep building and for sure uh, it will not be as smooth as you thought in the beginning because you will see some like you know bugs come so you need to debug and then you realize a certain feature you wanted to build is maybe not as meaningful as you thought. So Saturday is usually uh, what happens is like a team members are, you know, uh, a little bit struggling while fixing the problem and building things around. Towards the afternoon, normally we recommend that like, you know, if there's a certain feature you feel like you cannot implement it now, narrow it down, give it up. It's time to pivot and you need to focus on really important core interaction first. So towards the Saturday afternoon, you can see the team start to having a better picture of what they're building or some late arrivers because some people always, you know, fly from somewhere some far away, they got rest up, and then Saturday afternoon, you see that every team is a little bit settled down and they keep building. And then Sunday is a time, like over Saturday night to Sunday, you will see that some crazy hackers even sleep Saturday and Sunday. And then like they're like hacking, and then they're like working or like adding like extra features in uh, creating the page. And there you can see that also teams are a little bit shaping their design, especially if they have UX UI designer in their team, if they have a project manager, they started to like working on their pitch deck or like some plans around. And then set, uh, Sunday at the submission deadline, you will see like people just submit a minute ago and then they will like pass out on the table and sleeping for hours uh, till judging is going on. And then we will have like amazing finale afterwards. So this can be a very intensive fun time. And over the Saturday to Sunday, you will see a lot of people like really drill down to their project and building and pivoting idea. Sometimes they completely change the idea even during the building because they learn something else. And that is the exciting experience you can do in a short time, what you're actually going to do building a startup in a long time. Yeah, I think that's the beauty of building together is that continuous brainstorming. So once the pitch is submitted, then you then there would be judges. They are going to take uh, obviously the companies mm -hmm. they are doing uh, uh, the bounty. They will say, OK, these are the selected winners. And then how we are going to announce the winners. So what's going to happen in general picture or so uh, for so? For the hackers who are applying, of course, those process, you're going to receive or in hacker packs. So then like you can read look one more time. So like you don't need to really write down if you're listening this one. If you go to uh, if London web page and then if you apply for the hackathon, you will receive the hacker pack with all the comprehensive overview of the each steps. So what normally happens is when submission arrived, each bounty partner is going to be looking into the submission built with their technology and there we go through them. On the other hand, also over submission, so every submission, regardless which tech they have used, can be also judged by all the uh, judges who were invited to judge for the East London. So they're like in these two types of like judging going to be going on. And then like hackers perhaps may get requested to answer question during the judging time. And then once when it comes to the end, uh, we will have the nice like finalists who are going to be competing for the overall prize. And those people uh, will get informed and we will have like a kind of nice like a pitch and then having like a saying that uh, live judging going to decide the overall winners. Nice, nice. Okay, Ben, this is for you. 
The hackathon is about building, it's an Ethereum hackathon. That's what I want to get. So why building on Ethereum right now when there are all these other blockchain out there with different kind of use cases? Uh, I mean, so, so it's not just Ethereum, it's the EVM. It's the Ethereum virtual machine, right? The EVM is a, it's a structure that enables different applications from across the Ethereum ecosystem, whether it's built on the layer twos, alternate EBMs that are kind of competing with Ethereum, let's say, for, for, for mindshare or for user user acquisition. You know, the, these tools and these applications that have been developed on the EVM are very composable. They can be brought across into different chains as as you need to. And really, the, the amount of momentum that um, decentralized applications that are EVM-centric um, has is just, it's, it's so far ahead of, of other ecosystems that it, it's almost just the sheer development time needed to catch up is just... Now, that's a fundamental factor in, in when you're considering should I build elsewhere or should I should I kind of you know, build on top of the EVM and be able to use these tools out of the box. So, you know, that's that's said. At the same time, you know, block space in Ethereum is expensive. Um, you need to have uh, scaling solutions, which we're which we're realizing kind of in the past twelve months. And um, you know, with that, transaction costs are coming down. Scalability is being realized. You know, I think there's some challenges. Well, there's still some kind of technical milestones to go around decentralizing at layer two. But in theory, what you're starting to see is a very secure base layer, which is very decentralized through Ethereum with different components plugged in through, through layer two ecosystems or even alternate layer ones that are EVM focused and being the space that people are choosing to build on because it's quicker to deploy. It's quicker to experiment with ideas. There's often support from, from the layer two ecosystems in the form of ecosystem grants or, or kind of hands on support when you're looking to build. And, um, at the same time, on top of all of this, these infrastructure pieces that have been being built for years, you know, it takes, it takes longer than people think to build some of these, uh, infrastructure components that, that we're maybe just starting to realize, whether it's account abstraction SDKs, whether it's oracles, whether it's wallet, wallets, whether it's, you know, there's all these different pieces starting to come into a place where, you know, perhaps that, that, that funding spree that you saw in 2020 is starting to materialize or mature into these, these tools being realized for people. So all of this is, is combining towards Ethereum. Um, and all of this is combining to better, better, better kind of better chances for people looking to build on the EVM. Um, and you've got this infrastructure base and, and kind of, you know, that includes tooling that includes the, the base chain and the way that the, the kind of costs it is to operate on that chain so that people can probably start to think about, oh, how do we build these tools and services that are going to be useful? Um, you know, I often like to think that we're at the point where you remember the application where you had the beer, um, the beer app where you pretended to drink a pint of beer or there was somebody where in America you had a potential. We're about there, I think. And we need to kind of move forwards past that. Uh, into what is going to be useful for, for, for people looking to access financial services, people looking to game, people to look and use decentralized social media, whatever it might be. Um, and I, I feel like that's the next sort of two or three years for, for EVM and, and therefore for Ethereum. So maybe diverted away from your initial question a bit, but I hope that gives you a, a picture for it. No, I think, I think you made it clear. It's more an EVM ecosystem development yeah. hackathon that just specifically focus Ethereum. Some of those applications could be even, could be also connected to interoperability with other chains as well, because exactly. we are all part of, uh, you know, a big community as sometimes, you know, I, I feel the all this maximalist about, you know, one chain, the other chain, it can be negative for the overall crypto space that we are mm -hmm. trying actually to make an impact 
create application that can be used and can add value. And, you know, we shouldn't be fighting between each other, but we should actually all together move forward. Now, Omji, you already mentioned that before, and also, Ben, you did it as well, has been long time since there's been an hackathon in a blockchain hackathon or an Ethereum hackathon in London. Now, this is sad to say, but the UK is a bit resistant to embracing blockchain and crypto. And uh, what I wanted to ask, how important, because you, Amji, you, you would have been organized those events all over in the world. How important are those events like hackathons for the community, for the development community? So, um, yes, like it's, it's, it's quite sad when we think about like last three years, there's no major like a uh, builders event in London. While in London, actually, there's a lot of like a blockchain professionals are there working projects are there so it's not like a london doesn't have those like blockchain uh, crypto people but it's rather we didn't really have the builder events and currently like um as also like you know some of the companies are expanding in london now like for example like a kraken had a like big announcement a16z coming and all this kind of thing give us great opportunity to make these events uh, together and why this is important so uh, still we are in quite early stage uh we uh given that like it got popular and a lot of people start to like a, uh, learn about like a crypto or like blockchain in general but still we don't have a lot of publication getting used which means that we still need a lot of people come here and then building something also on top of infrastructure why infrastructure getting developed we need a lot of people building something application there which users want to use and going further in that case, like if you don't make such builder events, people are quite fractionalized and then they create a problem. One is like, a, uh, even though once when we go to conference, we have so many people at one place in the world, but in a grand scheme, we are still quite small community. So if you're not get connected, it's really difficult to build something together. And Hackathon is the one of the best place because a lot of people, for example, as like Ben from API3, all different partners, Outside the hackathon, they're so busy that they are working on their product. But once when they come to hackathon, we lock them in there. They cannot run away, which means that developers can come and ask questions and get mentoring. This is the perfect opportunity what Web2 also have been leveraging all the time. Before joining Web3, I used to go to Web2 hackathon. That was a perfect place. You almost get one one two three from those developers who are there to help you out. So those builder events are like a fostering next generation of the people who want to learn this technology. They usually come and talk to developers behind those scenes and get some technical, you know, like advices and so on, which is quite rare, ha rare events, like if you're not in those events. So this is like one yeah. thing. And second thing is also not only meeting the mentor, you meet other people who are quite similar to you and then you build a, like a kind of fellowship, which help you go like going much further building together or like you kind of have serendipity of like an amazing thing. Like you meet someone who came there, uh, who is, let's say, like a product designer. You've never met each other in your daily life because you have, you're living in different city or like living in different district. You met like a day to day somebody else. But in the hackathon, you know that we have the same value. We are sharing something. We want to build something new together. And then you try something and then you build the group. And that comes to like a next generation that it becomes like the next startup. They're building applications or they got hired by projects. So I would say over those builder events are kind of curating the people who are really interested in and contributing, building something on the protocol 
And then like, we connect them with the right mentors that they can get all the support in early stage. And hackathon in general open all those opportunities in one place. So it's much easier than you do it by yourself like, and try to get those networks uh, by yourself. Yeah, I think that really the aspect of getting together in person is really adding a big value because I think nowadays, whether, especially after COVID, everybody is working remotely and you have opportunity to build together. But being there in the same building with a, with a goal is just so much more effective, especially for building those kind of relationships. Now, Ben, I want to put this to you and see what you think. Like, uh, maybe the reason why we haven't got so much uh, building event in London, which is true, still has lots of crypto people, especially on the professional, um, maybe also financial areas and industry, could be because regulation hasn't been so proactive, hasn't been so understanding. I think there is a big lack of education. There is a resistance because, you know, regulation is not clear yet. So you think that is maybe one of the reasons? I mean, for me, I think this is really the reason why London has, has been lacking of talent. It's kind of pushing talent away, you know. We had Brexit that already was pushing everybody away. And then we said, okay, we decided we want to embrace crypto, but actually we don't. And uh, we are just making life very difficult for everybody building. So so then, you know, there are no incentive. And, and what what company do they set up? A, they, they go to Dubai, which I've been recently, and it's just a great place in terms of like embracing new technology or they go to France or they go to Hong Kong, other places they are more uh, blockchain or crypto friendly, let's call it the way we want. Do you think this is the reason or do you want to sh uh, share anything else that you think is relevant? Uh, um, of course, yeah, it's it's fair to say that I think this contributes uh, to, to kind of the general environment of, of I guess the building side of, of blockchain, at least within the city, uh, you know, the, the, the kind of rhetoric, I guess, coming out perhaps last year was we want to be very pro crypto. We want to see innovation happen in, in the UK. And, and then I guess the follow through activity from that perhaps hasn't, has been quite as um, clear as you'd hoped it might have been. So yeah, I think it's definitely fair to say there is still a little bit of uncertainty around the path forwards from here. Um, at the same time though, I think there are still kind of, shoots of of kind of positivity in in regards to regulation coming out of of the uk i think there's some recognition that there's value being created here and genuine um, potential for the for the technology to be utilized in more sophisticated ways than what we've seen perhaps in certain headlines um i think generally as well we've been known or not you know london has a reputation for leading the way on financial technology and at large a lot of the issues that we saw even within in not just in crypto itself, but with FTX being the kind of cliche example here, it's down to a lack of transparency. It's down to a lack of openness in the way that that organization was operated. And the question I'd like to see is, can we maybe lead in that kind of, you know, open finance? We were very forward thinking when it came to open banking. Can we start to think about how we open up some of these service providers? Can blockchain rails provide a better um, way for producing these services? And therefore, can the, the front end side be a bit more streamlined, a little bit like the fintech banks or fintech payment services you've seen? So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's give and take. I, I think something that you definitely see is that 
particularly within DeFi. I think people are so concerned that, well, it's just unsure around where the regulators might go, that it has prevented people from innovating in the sector. I think people are not wanting to take the hard route of building something for two years with the possibility that someone might just wake up and just, you know, kind yeah. of make a, an uninformed random decision. So that that is disappointing. I think that is something that is not also just London-centric or UK-centric, but perhaps uh, certain different, well, a few other countries as well. And then you are seeing people move to build in countries like Dubai, where there is an open platform for people to build on. There's no regulatory potential reaction going to happen. They've got clarity there. They've got a good foundation to start investing in. And if you are going to build, it's going to take two or three years. So why do it in somewhere that might, in two or three years' time, change everything that you're you're looking to to build with? I think so, you yeah. mentioned a point about you know it is um, is also about funding that we don't mm-hmm. have nowadays the funding that used to be two or three years ago, or even you know a year ago now is tougher. So you want to build where there is less risks. What I would say about Dubai is really is not that there is no regulation. What I saw is really um, a dialogue between the commu- the, um, the development community the founders, the regulators, and the government agencies. Mm. So they all come together at those events and they talk to each other, which is something that doesn't happen here in the UK or even in other events. The governmental agency and the regulators, they are always out. They, They are in their own comfortable zone and they poke in to say what is wrong and what is right. Where, for instance, in Dubai, I really saw these communities uh, getting together and talking, which is great. Anyway, I think this panel was fantastic and uh, I'm really looking forward to coming to the hackathon. You know, Financial Fox is uh, uh, a community partner. So as I said, anybody that is watching this and want to take part, just get in touch with us or with uh, Omji at Encode. It's going to be very exciting. I'm looking forward to networking. I'm looking forward to the technical workshop myself and the talks and uh, yeah, exchanging ideas. So, yeah, it's going to be cool. Do you have anything else uh, that you want to share before we leave? If somebody is listening to this and you're thinking, why would I go to a developer hackathon? I'll be so overwhelmed and unsure around what I'd be doing there. I think come come get involved. Everyone is very welcoming. People will want to help you learn and, and get, get involved. And um yeah you know if you feel like it's not the place for you to be you're you're probably going to be proven wrong if you do take that jump in so i'd say go for it and get involved uh amazing yes like there's like a two thing i wanted to say one is like as ben said like please come and try to build something like don't get of like don't be afraid that like you're not good enough this is not the place like we're judging like how technical you are it's rather you try to build something and learn something especially after East London, there are going to be a lot of learning opportunity following at Incode Club. We have a free developer bootcamp. So if you come to East London and build something, you will get fast track. So please try that out. And second thing is uh, echoing like staff. So if there is any like a regulators and government bodies like listening to this podcast, and if you're interested in coming as a mentor or judges of the East London, or even after that, like next year, uh, please reach out to us. Like we are very uh, happy to discuss that because uh, it, as Steph mentioned, it'd be really interesting, different, you know, diverse background, different bodies come together and having a chat. And again, uh, you can uh, reach out to us quite easily. Uh, my uh, email is at omji at inco.club. So if you say this one, uh, if you're interested in uh, continue this discussion, please reach out to us. Otherwise, we will see in East London. 
in this weekend. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Omji. That was uh, a really great chat and I look forward to see you on Friday. Thank you, Steph, so much. Yeah. Look forward to meeting you.